Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and neighbors, here is the Son of Godzilla episode that should have aired last week. So ignore any references in this episode to Yongari being the next episode, as it was actually the previous episode. Thank you, and enjoy. One, two, three, four... Hello, welcome to Monster Movie Funtime Go. I am your host, Precious D. And I'm your other host, Honey Bee. Honey Bee is here with me in person again. <laughs> I think it's funny. This is like our third episode in a row that we've recorded in person. And I think maybe, do you think that has something to do with how short the episodes have yeah. been? <laughs> <laughs> well, we are recording them all at once, too. <laughs> Give away our industry secrets oh, here. You'd say we, the secrets. So just being in the room together makes yeah. them go faster. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, I, I I couldn't exactly say if it does or why, but it would just seem in the last few episodes just have seemed to be so much shorter. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because I didn't take any damn notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could be it. Maybe Something just just my little tiny notes. Here well, there. let's see if we can stretch it out a little. Uh, have you read any good books lately? I have, actually. I just finished this book that I bought from Walmart, surprisingly. <laughs> I was super surprised. But it's called Honey Girl. It is by uh, Morgan Rogers. Uh-huh. It is who Morgan Rogers is a queer black millennial who writes for queer girls and uh it was really good it was a good fucking book it made me cry it made me angry it made me happy (laughs) all the things a good book should make you i highly recommend it if you're like i don't usually read i usually read like thrillers or mysteries or horror Mm -hmm. and this was very like lesbian romance novel but (laughs) i was in it baby it was good so honey girl get it at walmart I couldn't believe I found it at Walmart. I thought that was so great. It was like twelve bucks. Yeah, their their book section's kind of small. Yeah, um, it is. They, but at least they have some. Hell yeah! It's not many bookstores around. Exactly. Yeah, I bought that one, and then I bought another one that I haven't started yet. But it's called Queerly Beloved. Okay. I'm excited to start it, but I have not yet. Uh, what okay. about you? Well, I, you I was going to say in regards to Queerly Beloved, just that I I see a certain type of romance book that has like a punny title. Uh-huh. So I didn't know that that uh, was an element of uh, queer romances as well. But sure, why not? It, it is. They're not it, immune it really, to the puns. <laughs> they're, nope. No way. It's, yeah, I'm excited to read it. And I just, I was so happy that Walmart had like, a section where like mm-hmm. you know that was even a thing I, it was in austin so maybe <laughs> that's why i don't know if you'd find that in your west texas walmart <laughs> they don't have doubt a, it this, the already small bookstore does not have a small queer section in most walmarts is that what you're saying yeah just the austin one i don't know i don't know probably I'm, on their website though sure i have not been reading a whole lot i've been reading this collection of marvel godzilla comics Mm. that i have which will will go in deeper to that when we actually get to the year that it came out but it's not for a while yet Mm. 
But Marvel, uh, well, a lot of the comic companies, they put out these um, cheap black and white collections. They call them phone books because they're big, thick paperback collections. And uh, the cheaper ones are in black and white. Mm. And Marvel, back in the 70s, had a Godzilla license for about two years. And Godzilla was part of the Marvel universe. It's not a standalone comic. It's got other Marvel characters in it but when they lost that license years later they got the rights to do like a one-time reprint so this reprint is itself out of print wow and i think it goes for an inflated price now damn that's cool not quite as much as the originals but sure even the black and white reprints overpriced now because it, yeah it's no longer in print so i've been i've been uh rereading that Nice. And I've been listening to some old uh, Michael Moorcock Elric books Ooh. on audiobook. There's a new one coming out around Christmas. So I'm making my way through those. Nice. It's one of my favorite authors. Hell yeah. So. Yeah, hell yeah. I recently read the Tina Turner uh, biography or autobiography too. Uh, that she the second one she wrote it's called love story mm -hmm. so then of course i had to revisit all of tina turner's like classics so okay. i can't stand the rain <laughs> most of my reading these mm -hmm. days is uh role-playing books i'm just reading the adventure that i'm gonna run that week <laughs> uh, i got one in the mail the other day called the uh, things that go squeak in the night oh where you're playing a little mouse character cute uh it's um, sort of a like the borrowers or the rescuers. So it's mice kind of interacting with the human world. There's, You'd be surprised how many mice-based role-playing games there are. But most of them are more wilderness sort of mice interacting with other animals. And this one is mice in a human environment. Huh. Helping humans. Weird. Yeah. In a good way. Yeah. I'm not judging anybody. So uh, maybe someday I'll have time to actually play that game. <laughs> <laughs> so this week's movie, back to what the reason of the podcast is, <laughs> is Son of Godzilla. Yay! Another Godzilla movie. I always love when we do Godzilla movies because I feel like it's the reason we're here. It is. It is. We only started with King Kong because he was first, but right. Godzilla was the real reason we were doing this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, this one is from 1967 in color. It's 86 minutes. It is directed by Jun Fukuda, who I think he did Ebera, Ebera. Mm -hmm. It I'm is not. not sure. It's not a Shiro Honda. It is not and the music sure, is not by Ifakube, it is by Masuru Sato. I could definitely tell with the music because the music is very campy in mm -hmm. this. It feels like, I think you said this once before, that Godzilla kind of starts going to like a kid audience for yes. a moment. And uh -huh. I kind of felt like maybe this was the beginning of that or something with the music alone. The, like the music definitely is very so campy. Derpy. Yeah. Uh, Son of Godzilla music. <laughs> yeah. I think I called it in the notes that I did not take uh, Gilligan's Island music. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> some yes. real Gilligan's Island music going on in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> 
year that the budget was 260 million yen and the box office was 260 million yen? That does not seem right. Hmm. One of those numbers is probably wrong. The monsters are Godzilla, Minhilla, which is the son of Godzilla's name. Does anyone actually say it in the movie? No, I was like, who the hell's Minhilla? That's (laughs) Junior's name. Oh my gosh, really? Uh, Yep. Kamakuras, in the English version, he's called Gymantis, and there's three of them. And Kumonga, called Spiga, in the English version, that is a giant spider. They're all in the 50-foot range, and the death count, ugh, I had it. It's not many. It's basically basically the monsters, the the mantises and the spider, spider, I think, are all that get killed. No terrible uh, racism. There is one native woman, but she's not forced to wear stupid makeup for the most part. Yeah. This is the biggest Godzilla suit yet. And so that they was make the baby smaller? Yeah, yeah. To make him seem more mm-hmm. maternal or paternal. <laughs> Question. Haro Nakajima wore the old suit for two scenes, but he was not strong enough to wear the big suit. So we have Hiroshi Sakita and Seiji Onaka also play Godzilla in this movie. Nice. Somebody called Marchin the Dwarf plays Manila. Akira Kubo is Maki Goro. Tadao Takashima, who we've seen before, is President Kasumi. Babari Madea is Seiko Matsumaya. Akiko Harata is Fujisaki. Yoshi Tsuchiya is Furukawa. That's the guy that's always freaking out, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Kenji Sahara Yay! is Morio. Kenichiro Mariyama is Ozawa. Sashiro Kuno is Tashiro. And it does not say who plays the... Well, I think the probably the mantises and the spider were more puppets than people. Yeah, surely. Man, I gotta say, the spider in this movie looks great. Like, he looks so good. From his eyes to his legs, the way he moved. At one mm-hmm. point, he flips himself over. He looks great. I thought the mantises looked pretty good, too. Yeah, yeah, totally. They definitely did. So this is another one. Is it the second in a row that takes place on an island? Is it the second Godzilla in a row? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Wasn't I think it, so. So I don't know if that saves him a lot of money on models. Yeah, maybe. If he's not trashing a city. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also does make it easier for him to be the good guy if there's not a bunch of civilians getting stomped on <laughs> and getting killed in the fight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. And I think we're going to see a little more of that going forward of a sort of monster island where the, the monsters are all contained on an island. Mm. Um Sometimes they break free from it, I guess. Total Monster Island. Uh, So here's our plot from Wikipedia. Thanks, Wikipedia. A team of scientists are trying to perfect a weather controlling system. Their efforts are hampered by the arrival of a nosy reporter. So we have both scientists and reporters in this one. Mm Mm-hmm. And by the sudden pre- sudden presence of giant praying mantises. The first test of the weather control system goes awry when the remote control for a radioactive balloon is jammed by an unexplained signal coming from the center of the island. The balloon detonates prematurely, 
creating a radioactive storm that causes the giant mantises to grow to enormous <laughs> sizes. Didn't somebody in the control room, was it on a ship? Somebody was talking about, oh, this signal seems like a brainwave. And they're like, brainwave? Yep. That's not possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they they're, and then they see Godzilla. So it's like they, you see Godzilla in the first like few minutes of the movie, and they're like in a helicopter or something, mm-hmm. and they yeah. and they they look down and they see him ing in the water. Uh-huh. Is that how he sounded? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Godzilla's screech is my favorite, like mm-hmm. by far. Any monster sound that we've heard so far, nothing compares to Godzilla's screech. Nothing. It, even in little baby Godzilla, his little baby screech. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I screamed. It's so good. But yeah, uh, so they see him. So yeah, they're like looking at, and they say it's a brainwave. And then boom, they see Godzilla and then he's gone. Yeah. So it's very quick. Boop. Investigating the mantises, which are named Kamakuras or Gymantis in the English dub version, the scientists find the monstrous insects digging an egg out from under a pile of earth. Mm-hmm. The egg hatches. It doesn't hatch. They, they break it break open. They break it open, yeah. yeah. They break it open. They're just determined. I guess they think they're going to eat it. I guess so. But it reveals a baby Godzilla. Which L-O-L. <laughs> oh, my God. This little bald naked baby Godzilla <laughs> with no spikes yeah. and no lumps. Just a little baby. He's very smooth. He is very smooth. He has some I little tiny died. spikes, although I don't think he has them right away. Yeah, no, he, they like grow as he yeah. grows. Because they, uh, and one of the guys says, that oh, looks like a baby Godzilla. And I'm like, no, no it doesn't. <laughs> Not really. Not really. Yeah, it looks like a, like a baby hippo. Yeah. Yeah. Or something weird. The scientists realize that the baby's telepathic cries for help were the cause <laughs> Of the interference that ruined their experiment. I guess I missed this part. I don't remember them saying that. I feel like this movie should just be called Interference because of how many times they're like, oh, that's interference in the way. Like it happens several times throughout uh-huh. the movie. Shortly afterwards, Godzilla arrives on the island in response to the infant's cries, demolishing the scientist's base while rushing to defend the baby. Godzilla kills two of the Karamakas during the battle while one manages to fly away to safety Mm -hmm. so there's three of them yeah godzilla then adopts the baby well i mean wait adopts i mean it isn't his baby right well i was thinking like where's the mom how did he make a baby did he just like amphibian this shit like worm shit this like yeah i don't know but this is the first egg i mean i don't know why they say adopt because that well we i mean we don't know we don't yeah, we have no idea how this We can baby just assume that this be. is actually his son, but we don't actually know that for a fact. Yeah. But I, and he's presumably responding to the telepathic cries of the baby. But this is the first. We know that there are multiple Godzillas because right. this is technically the second Godzilla. Mm-hmm. The first one died, and then a new one just appeared. appeared. He was but snoozing we didn't, it but up. But we didn't know anything about how he appeared mm-hmm. and what his direct relation to the original one was. Mm-hmm. So, and we don't know how long this egg was laying there before the mantises came and how long it would have laid there if they hadn't dug it up Fucked and it up, yeah. forced it open. Although it might've been the, 
they might have also been responding to the telepathic signals. That might have been what, because they seemed to know where it was. They went right at it. So maybe they were being agitated by the telepathy. I guess Lady Godzilla just doesn't, she's too much of a lady. She has her egg, she leaves it, and she goes. But because, you know, Godzilla has slept under the ice in the past, we don't know if this egg has been there for millions of years or if it was laid recently by some female that just went away. <laughs> or, There's or a lot of questions yeah. about where the fuck yes. this kid came yeah. from. That baby don't look like me. <laughs> but anyway, whether it's his child or not, he is going to take care of it and Daddy's train him up. The baby Godzilla named Manila, as we said, <laughs> nobody seems to... So it's like mini... Godzilla, I guess. Min- Min- okay. I'm not sure right. what the Japanese name is, though. I-, I just know a drag queen named Manila, and it just cracks me up every time <laughs> uh, that you say it. Well, is that where he or she got the what name? Is, what is the proper Manila Laison? What, what is the proper term for a drag queen? Uh huh. Is it just whether or not they're in drag? Right. If yeah. You refer to them as he or she. Mm-hmm. Someone tried to correct me. I referred to RuPaul as he one time. Oh, God. Because, because he's, he appears as himself. Sure. Uh, so he wasn't in character. And he this guy, who's not at all politically correct, <laughs> thought he was trying to gotcha me. Oh, God. And I was like, but he's not a You got mansplained. Trans- yeah. <laughs> like, but he's a drag queen. He's not transgendered. Yeah. Uh, so he doesn't just hang around the house. Right. So. Yeah. He, his pronouns are he, him. Yeah. So Unless I guess he's in drag, it, right. and then that so bitch de- is a queen. So it depends on whether he's in character or not. Right. So anyway, anyway, uh, Godzilla, though, we don't know. Godzilla is, appears to be, or is tre- presents as male. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we don't actually know that for a fact. Right. Uh, At some point in the movie, someone says... His father. Right. But we don't... But we... Yeah. Have you examined, you know... No, I mean, I've tried. a good look at those I've, I've lizard re- parts? I've really tried, but I can't... Lizard I experts might be able to just look right at it and tell. <laughs> but... And it is called Son of Godzilla, but again, how do we know that it's... Yeah, I mean, Wikipedia said he's fucking adopted, yes. so <laughs> we, we don't but know. But I'm saying this Manila apparently is... is uh, presenting as male in some fashion because he's son of Godzilla not child yeah. of Godzilla <laughs> anyway the maybe baby... it's like a bible thing <clears throat> where it's just like men but it's all of us oh or whatever however so that man, man representing humanity yeah 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 Godzilla yeah. is just the ge- uh, the generic yeah term. like like Zilla like Zilla Illa is I just see. like so the... the proper grammar is if the gender of the kaiju is unknown <laughs> To just refer to it as male. <laughs> yeah, it would appear so. Uh, the baby Godzilla quickly grows to about half the size of the adult Godzilla. And Godzilla instructs it on the important monster skills of roaring and using its atomic ray. Oh my gosh, it's so fucking cute, dude. When the when he throws a fit, it just sounds like a donkey. Uh-huh. Uh, when the little baby... him by the tail and <laughs> drags him away. Yeah, at one point he like, even lifts his Do not embarrass hand. me in yeah. the middle of this department store. <laughs> he does threaten to slap him. I wasn't... I, at first I was like, oh, Godzilla's <laughs> going to hit his child. And I'm like, he's a monster that destroys cities. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> 
Axel's gonna and hit And I'm upset child. that he's gonna hit his child. He's a violent <laughs> reptile. Uh, but he does it. He he does raise his hand as if he's going to, but then he Yeah, he's not. just like, get your shit together, boy. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to find out what his name in Japanese is. Manila's? Yeah. Because um, it's good. I mean, maybe it's still... I guess it's just... Min- oh, Minya. That's Minya. It. Minya. Okay, so... Because I started... Uh, at one point when I was writing something, I started to refer to him as Minya. Uh, anyway, let's see. Oh, at first, Manila has difficulty producing anything more than atomic smoke rings. But Godzilla discovers that stressful conditions, <laughs> i.e. stomping on his tail... <laughs> Or motivation produces a true radioactive blast. Manila comes to the aid of Seiko when she is attacked by the Kamakuras. Oh, so we they're, they're skipping a whole bunch of this. I don't know. So the reporter, this reporter shows up when it just drops out of an airplane, mm-hmm. and the scientists are like, "You can't be here." Like, well, I I'm here. Yeah. Like, what well, the, the fuck am I gonna go? I'm plane's on an gone. island. Yeah. So they make him. <laughs> They make him do a bunch of grunt work, and then he spies a young lady swimming in the lagoon, mm-hmm. not naked. This is the kind of thing where normally she'd be naked and there'd be a whole embarrassing thing, but no, she's got a little swim outfit on. <clears throat> and But she does run away, and then later, uh, does he rescue her from a... Or is he there when Godzilla rescues her from the... Uh, so later she's like kind of spying on them mm-hmm. and they find her they see her in the village like they're like there's something in those trees look right. up and then he like chases her or whatever but I don't right. think he catches her then I think it is later but at some point he you know makes friends with her and it's mm-hmm. like we're not here to hurt you and yeah oh and- he no what happens is he falls in her cave he falls into her where she's hiding, uh-huh. her, like where she's staying. He right. falls in and then she comes in not realizing he's there and she accidentally kicks a rock and right. it, it, it hits him and <laughs> he kind of wakes him up. And he's like, oh, and he's like all of a sudden in her home. Right. So that's how they like make friends. And they never explain why she's there on this island all by herself. Yeah, they do. Her what? dad, her, her, her and her dad were there um studying shit her dad was oh a scientist. so she's not a native she's no she's not a native her dad was from japan but she her dad died like i think it was like eight or nine years before and she's just been by she's herself been stuck there yeah like she didn't even when they say something about japan she they're like that's where your dad's from like you will take you to japan that's mm-hmm. where your dad's from and she's like yay like oh <laughs> so she yeah she just doesn't know anything else other than this island but so did she grow up there mm-hmm. so where's her mother the, never, the mantis, never, never had mantis has got her. <laughs> never, she's a, she, never mentioned. It's a, it's oh no, a, she died at childbirth. Okay, they do mention her. So it's not a Moreau she, situation. No, <laughs> she she says she says that my mom died when she had me, mm. and then her dad like brought her to the island because he was studying something, right. and then he died, and she's just been there like the making man, it. The mantis has got him. <laughs> so, uh, but then I noticed later, like. She's wearing his clothes. Yeah, she steals his clothes. Oh, do we actually see her steal them? Well, okay. she, we don't see her steal them, but we see him accuse her of it. Okay. He's like, uh, she, she when she finds him in her house, she's like, you're a robber. You're a thief. You're trying to rob me. And he's like, you're wearing my clothes. Like, who's the real thief? <laughs> like, these are mine. You stole these. Uh, 
And then he's like, she tries to give him back to her, and he's like, no, nah, you can keep it. I guess I missed that part. I just suddenly noticed that she's wearing his pants and shirt, very distinctive <laughs> yeah. shirt. And I'm like, what are they implying? I thought something maybe it happened oh, off screen. Oh, no. She steals his clothes. And, and then, yeah, she steals them. And then she tries to give him back, but he's like, no, you can keep them or whatever. Okay. And then something else, though, about there was something else that she took or I can't remember now. But yeah, she. She stole his clothes. Ah. <laughs> but he ends up, uh, uh, Manila comes to her aid when she's attacked by the Gymantis. Yeah, because she can call him. She has, like, she, like, has this, yeah. like, duck call yeah. with her hands. Yeah. But she just, like, Godzilla calls. Yes. Which, when did she have time? Because he's just... <laughs> it's not like they've both been living there together on the island for years, he just hatched a little while ago. Right. Uh, but they inadvertently awaken Kumanga, or Spiga, in the English dubbed version. A giant spider that was sleeping in a valley. Kumanga attacks the caves where the scientists are hiding, and Manila stumbles into the fray. Kumanga traps Manila and the final Kamakuras with its webbing. This uh, spider spits webs out of its mouth instead of its abdomen yeah which <laughs> like you would think a... would look horrible but it actually looks yeah. really great uh so yeah he silly strings them all over and as kumanga begins to feed on the deceased kamakuras godzilla arrives godzilla saves manila and they work together to defeat kumanga by using their atomic rays on the giant spider hoping to keep the monsters from interfering in their attempt to escape the island the scientists finally use their perfected weather-altering device on the island, and the once tropical island becomes buried in snow and ice. So they've got these things set up all over the island. It looks like it probably took quite some time to build them, these little... Weather machine things? Yeah, that uh, they have to go and check on, like, daily. And it takes forever for them to... It seems like they've been there for a while before they actually do the experiment. Yeah, as the scientists are saved by an American submarine, Godzilla and Manila begin to hibernate as they wait for the island to become tropical again. So yeah, they they freeze over, mm-hmm. and they're just like, oh, they're just they're they'll be fine. They're just like holding. They're each just other. gonna hibernate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As the snow falls, Godzilla cradles Manila mm-hmm. as they power down because they're getting frozen little baby nugget. but they assure us that oh they're just gonna hibernate they'll be fine yeah as soon as they wake up they'll live on that island that'll be their island and i think that's what happens in the next the next time we see them oh really let me check our list here destroy all monsters i believe that's a just a big battle royale and i think it just starts oh, on, yeah. on i think it just starts out on monster island i think that's what they're calling it by that point we just got one other movie before that. So next week will be Yongari, Monster from the Deep. Ooh. <laughs> Unless we get a hold of a copy of Space Monster Wangamagawi. Wangamagui. <laughs> Yongari is the Korean movie, and Space Monster Mangamagui is the sort of semi-lost Korean movie. Huh. That's getting reissued. Okay. We talked about this. You don't remember this? I don't. It's a movie. It's the first Korean. uh, Well, the first Korean one is completely lost. 
Oh, we did. Okay, but I the, do yeah. This is the this. one that that it gets shown occasionally, and you could go to the National Archives in Korea and watch it right in person. Yeah, but some some movie distribution company, SCS, I think it's called. They 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 distribute a lot of really bad movies, but they also distribute some kaiju movies, and they have gotten the rights to finally distribute it here in America. And okay. it's coming out in either August or September. So if we have to backtrack, we will. But as soon as we can get a hold of a copy of it, we will cover that. Nice. I'll probably order two copies so you can have one. Heck yeah. So that that will be soon, hopefully. But if it doesn't come out, we'll be doing Yongari next, which I believe is on Tubi and Pluto and all that kind of stuff. Nice. Um, so there you go, folks. What are you going to rate Son of Godzilla? I'm going to say four. I'm going to give it a four. A four. Wow. Yeah, I really wow. liked I liked it. What I liked most about it wasn't Godzilla's mm-hmm. in it, um, which is kind of a bummer. But I did like the like tough love daddy <laughs> version of Godzilla that we got in this movie. I felt like it was kind of obvious that it was directed by someone else and like the music was done by someone uh-huh. else. Because it just felt very different. Like, Godzilla felt different. Our connection to him felt different. But I really did like the reporter and the girl from the island. And I enjoyed the story, their story. I enjoyed the baby Godzilla, even though he looks so ridiculous. (laughs) He's like a little naked mole rat. (laughs) Well, he's going to be around for a while. Good. Uh, I just read an article in G Fan magazine about Godzilla's parenting techniques in this movie. Oh really? Yeah, let me see if I can find it here. Oh, Got it here with me. Godzilla and Fatherhood, the Family Structure by Alyssa Charpentier. Shut up. Uh in G Fan magazine, which I have a subscription to. I used to buy it when I lived in New York. There was this uh, this magazine shop that just had freaking everything in it uh, it was like a whole store full of magazines not just wow. a not just a newsstand so but i had not had this magazine in a while and i was reminded of they they run the g fest convention that we're hoping to go to in a year or two so i decided to get a new subscription oh yeah g fan magazine okay godzilla so, the father yes so we'll see manila more in a few movies he, he shows up in a few more of them. Manila. Or Minya. Minya. I guess that's going to wrap it up for us. What, what, do, you, what do you rate it? Oh, uh, I think I'm going to give it a three. Three. I didn't like it quite as much. Yeah. Kind of miss him stomping on buildings. Yeah, I would say like as far as Godzilla movies go, it's probably a three. But I think like for, for like I, th- I thought it was good. I thought it was definitely better than the last few movies that mm-hmm. we watched. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today i have been precious d and i have been honeybee remember to keep calm and seek shelter in basements please do not miss you science we will not see you but you will hear us next time on monster movie fun time go Woo! you've been listening to monster movie fun time go if you enjoyed the show please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice 
Our theme song is by the Texacato Folk Rock Punk featuring Lita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mnftg.